Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January the 4th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, libertyroundtable.com, our website, our national syndicated radio network, lovingliberty.net. Spread the word. Download the iPhone and Android apps today. Live and on-demand radio at your fingertips. You can follow us on our Twitter feed. You can go ahead and provide feedback and donate. Do a whole lot more. It's absolutely free, lovingliberty.net. By the way, check out our round-the-clock radio offerings. You got Sam Bushman live, Liberty Roundtable. You got Beth Ann Schoenberg. You got C.L. Bryant. You got Brian um, Hyde. You've got uh, Kate Daly. Uh, You've got uh, Washington Wash with Tony Perkins. You've just got some tremendous broadcast talent around the clock via our radio channel. You've also got those same hosts in podcast, and then you've got a whole lot of other podcasts only. I'm telling you right now, incredible, incredible podcasts. Tom Woods, uh, a bunch of incredible shows. you got Nathan Osman. Uh, you've just got some tremendous podcasters there. And why, you, why do we have all these podcasts? Because you know what? We don't have enough channel space 24-7. There's just not enough channel space, and a lot of the uh, formats of the podcasts don't fit well with radio, but we want it to be content nevertheless. We're also working on all kinds of video podcasts, working on putting up uh, some of Alex Newman uh, and his uh, video podcasts. Uh, I'm going to be working on a video podcast of my own. Uh, there's so much going on. It's amazing. Uh, Liberty Roundtable Live, hour one. I'll be by myself today with a whole lot of news that I refuse to use. Second hour. Of course, we'll be doing the Sheriff Mack Show simulcast, second hour of Liberty Roundtable Live. So it'll be TV on Brighteon.tv. That's B-R-I-G-H-T-E-O-N, Brighteon.tv. Simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live right here on Loving Liberty Radio Network. So check that out coming up second hour. It'll be Sam Bushman, Richard Mack, and a surprised guest. That ought to be incredible. A quick recap of yesterday's show starts now. We had our guest on Mr. Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org, RonPaulInstitute.org, doing a phenomenal job as always. We talked about, quote, Secure the Vote Act of 2022, its initiative petition progress update from Lowell Nelson, SecureVoteUtah.org. And you say, well, Sam, I'm not in Utah. I know, you got to get a secure vote in your state too. But this is SecureVoteUtah.org. They're doing a phenomenal job. they got to get 150-plus thousand signatures. And uh, they say this, we propose the use of a paper ballot. Amen to that. We propose the use of a paper ballot cast on Election Day, so in person. 
and counted by your neighbors, by those who you know, in front of everyone, where it's all transparent and clear. And they say in the precinct. That's the most local level of government called the precinct. Most people aren't even familiar with precincts, but they're very neighborhood-oriented. Literally, there's an average of about eight to 1,100 uh, precinct members in each precinct across the country. In some states, they maximize the amount of people that can be in a precinct. In Utah, I think right now it's 1,200 up from 1,000. But still, these are very small, separate zones or districts, if you will, precincts. And then they count these numbers transparently. They report them to the county clerk or city recorder, just as it was done 50 years ago, ladies and gentlemen. That's what they're advocating for. I signed the petition. Highly recommend you to sign if you're in Utah immediately. Uh, we got to reject election fraud, ladies and gentlemen, and no doubt in 16 and 20 and, and years gone past, there has been election fraud. Now it's time to do something about it. Here's your opportunity. And if you're not in Utah, again, either find out where your uh, organization is or start one. SecureVoteUtah.org to learn more. All right, we talked about the bait and switch. It's a fact. There is no FDA-approved COVID-19 vaccine available in the United States. And there are no plans to make one anytime soon. Jordan Schatzkel is the author on this incredible article. Why do they lie to you? Because they bait and switch. Here's the deal. They approved a vaccine. That's right. But they're still using the experimental vaccine on everybody. They approved it months ago, four months ago, about wanting you to believe that, A, it was legitimate. But the reason they don't have the approval vaccine available to you is they don't want it to be available to you. Because they know that the second they give an approved vaccine based on the 1986 injury compensation legislation, etc., act, if you will, they'll be in trouble and be liable. So they want the emergency use authorization vaccine on the market because then they shield the vaccine manufacturers from liability. It's a dishonest bait and switch. It is criminal, and people who are engaged in it should be in prison. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a fact. There is no FDA-approved vaccine available to Americans, even though every day people take shots thinking they're taking the approved vaccines when they're taking an experimental vaccine. It is criminal, it is against the law, and people need to be put in prison over this. All right, we also talked about the 2021 year in review. It's absolute madness, madness, mayhem, and tyranny. John and Nisha Whitehead wrote an incredible column about this, folks. They say disgruntled mobs, martial law, a populace under house arrest, a techno-corporate state wielding its power to immobilize huge swaths of the country, a constitutional in tatters between the riots, the lockdowns, and the political theater, not to mention COVID-19 mandates. 2021 was one for the history books. Amen to that reality check. But take courage, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Bolden at the 10th Amendment Center does a phenomenal job. He quotes the founders with a lot of hope and with our duty to take back our country. And here's the headline. We have it in our power to begin the world over again. Amen to that reality check. We also talked about Russia is the remaining last remaining christian country paul craig roberts with this and uh he talks about at his year-end press conference russian president putin said 
that a woman is a woman is a man and is a man. And he expressed that he believes the people in Russia will have the moral fiber to double down and reject the perversions of the Western world. Now, I'm not really here to promote Russian presidents or Chinese presidents or anybody else. But I am here to tell you when somebody blatantly, a leader of a country, calls a man a man and a woman a woman, and that's the Christian way, that is the doctrine of Christ, my response is amen. Why don't we do that in America? Stand up boldly, nobly, independently, directly like that, huh? We ought to. Truly, we are witnessing the crumbling of our country, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because of our failure to worship the God who inspired the founders and framers. We need honest men and women, ladies and gentlemen, at every level of government to hold our public servants accountable. To who? To God and to the Constitution they swore to uphold and defend, right? Critical. All right, that was our one of Liberty Roundtable Live. Hour two, we had Dr. Scott Bradley with us to preserve the nation, his goal and book, freedomsrisingsun.com, his website. And we talked about Dr. Bradley's book, To Preserve the Nation. We talked specifically about Chapter 9 of Preserve the Nation, The Moral Imperative. It's Chapter 9. And we talked about we are reminded of Washington's Thanksgiving Proclamation of 1789 and how he literally pointed to and appealed to God Almighty. And we talked about the importance of keeping the Sabbath day holy. How America became a city on a hill. Can we return to and become a city on a hill again? The answer is yes, we can. The real question is, will we? I pray the answer is yes. I will work my guts out 24-7 to make sure the answer is yes. And I pray that you and you and you, all of us, one becomes two, becomes the few, becomes many. We all together make sure that's the case. We talked about Biden continues deadly pro-abortion agenda. Liberty Council doing a great job defending pro-life, lc.org. We talked about American sovereignty, our liberty under God, if you will. Now, anytime we speak of sovereignty, then they try to mock us and say, oh, these Americans think they're sovereign. They think they can thumb their nose at the law. You liars. That isn't true. Uh, we then say, well, the county sheriff can help us. Oh, you guys think the county sheriff's like God. That isn't true. Uh, these people are dangerous. The sovereignty movement's dangerous. These sheriffs are to anybody who stands for the sacred cause of liberty in the tradition of our founding fathers is considered dangerous today. It's a lie. It's the way they manipulate the public against those who would truly stand by the rule of law. That's right. We need to boldly, nobly, independently realize, ladies and gentlemen, that just because they say it in the mainstream press, that doesn't mean it's true. In fact, the mainstream press uh, has been lying so often, now they're fact-checking in 2022, is getting them in the crosshairs every single time of dishonesty. That's right. Every time they fact-check now, we start to fact-check, we prove their dishonesty, their agenda-driven hypocrisy, and a whole lot more. Segment one. Man, breaks come up fast. Segment two coming up, a whole lot of news the networks refuse to use. That is a recap of yesterday's show. Still available at lovingliberty.net. Spread the word. Back in a flash, I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. 
Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, I'm going to share an email with you that I'm just writing on the break really quick. <clears throat> We're trying to work with other people to spread the news that networks refuse to use. We've got to build a new media, ladies and gentlemen. Facebook shutting everybody down. <laughs> Twitter shutting everybody down. Doesn't matter how honest, how true, how credible, how credentialed. None of those things matter. It doesn't even matter if you're the president of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump got literally shut down by these thugs. They call it big tech. But really what you got is the enemy of the people have literally taken control with the help of our government of everything. And uh, we need to build our own systems. So... Uh, a guy's emailing me and he says, Sam, I love to work with all these people. Mike Lindell, da da da. You ought to work with Mike Lindell. We've reached out to Mike Lindell. We're more than willing to work with Mike. Uh, but so far, we've asked Mike to come on the radio with us and he's too busy. They say he's not taking more interviews. But then I hear him on his own channels getting on there going, Hey, the mainstream press won't let me tell the whole story. Well, my response is, Mike, we will. Why don't you come on the radio with us? But his staff says he's too busy and he can't. So we're unable to work with Mike because he's unable to work with us. But we're working with all kinds of other people. And so uh, I write back and I say, I can't work on it because there's nothing for me to do at this time. If they show a willingness, we are more than willing and available. In the meantime, I'm working with those who are working with us. Brideon.tv is one of them. Second hour of every Tuesday, now we are simulcasting. Liberty Roundtable Live with the Sheriff Mac show. It's a TV show. And... uh we are working on more TV offerings. Thanks, Sam. 
So, you know what? We're willing to work with all these people. We're working with a lot more people. A lot of good's happening. But we just can only do what we can do with those who are willing to work with us, right? And that's kind of the bottom line of where we are. And, uh, you know, I'd love to do more, but I don't know what more I can do. I'm literally, I've literally ran to uh, Mike Lindell and others when I, when I knew they were doing their new media stuff. And I said, hey, how can we help? What can we do? We've got skills in radio that we can help with. And they simply have ignored us. And then we basically said, hey, can we get an interview? What can we do? And they've simply said, no, we don't have time. Uh, they had their big event about vote fraud in, in Dakota. And, and South Dakota, we tried to go to that. They literally shut us down, refused us, wouldn't even give us access. We filled out their media form and everything, but they never took the time to even respond to us. Um, sadly, I find more support from the mainstream press in many ways <laughs> than I do this group. And that's not meant to be offensive. It's just meant to highlight the truth. <clears throat> I'm learning, and I've learned over the last 25 years of the media. I've been in it for a long time, folks. Um, when people don't work with you and they make it very difficult, there's a reason. Somebody's doing it on purpose. Why they're doing that to us, I don't know. We've been one of the most legitimate, mainstream, hard-hitting, in the alternative world anyway, talk shows that there is with credibility. We don't chase crazy conspiracy theories. We agree with them on virtually every issue. Brandon House is the guy who leads the media effort for Mike Lindell. The guy's a great guy. The guy's a Christian. The guy's well presented. His videos are great. He's been a broadcaster forever. He promotes Christian principles and teaches how important Christianity is and the founding fathers' Christian views. And I mean, he really doubles down and does a phenomenal job at that. They highlight the right issues. They highlight that there's election fraud and we've got to get a handle on it ASAP. They're completely right on. They talk about the pro-life agenda like nobody's business. Good for them. We completely agree. They're selling incredible American-made products. They're doing a phenomenal job. They reject the dishonesty about vaccines. I mean, they're really hitting on all cylinders. I mean, I've watched Brandon Hose's weekend report. It's very good. And I see what they're doing on Lindell TV. They've taken a lot of our friends uh, as hosts on there. And I commend them for it, by the way. I'm not doubting them for it. I commend them. Uh, I'm just saying that, you know, when people say, why don't you work with them? Why don't you work with them? Look, I am, and I've tried but it's got to be a two-way street, people. It just does. All right, headline from the mainstream press says this. News goes remote again amid COVID-19 surge. Hey, man, we've been doing the news remote for 25 years plus, ladies and gentlemen. And they say that a lot of these news talk shows or whatever else <clears throat> um, are either having uh, remote hosts in their homes Remote guests in their homes kind of spread out, which is what we do all the time. Uh, in our homes, in our studios, in our offices, wherever we may be, we feel like, hey, crank them up, put them on the radio. If they've got something uh, that makes sense for the round table, let's do it, right? That's what we've thought. Uh, but they're doing that. They also have then these controlled audiences uh, or limited audiences, or sometimes they do their shows in the forum where the audiences are, but the, the room's empty kind of stuff. They have all kinds of ways to do their remote news and you know, I'm sad that they think we all need to go remote. I don't agree with it. But that's what they do. That's how they roll, right? And, and I've kind of got a problem with it because 
Folks, you've got well over 80% of the nation already vaccinated. You say, wait a minute, Sam, the numbers only say 70%. I know. <clears throat> but you're talking about one vaccine versus two versus booster versus fully vaxxed. We can't even define the thing. But if you take natural immunity and vaxxed immunity, we've got well over 90%. And still people are getting sick. They want you to believe these are breakthrough vaccination cases, but that's a lie too. Okay, they're not breakthrough. The vax get sick with corona, COVID. What do you want to call this? Omicron? As easy as the non-vaxxed. Many are now reporting through studies even easier. Right? It's serious, folks. This is not a joke. We're finding out that what they claim is just a lie. Okay? They want you to believe somehow you're worse off if you're not vaccinated. But we were getting study after study after study that, you know what? The vaccination's not doing much when it comes to the Omicron. I don't believe it did much when it came to Delta either. But yet they're still just going headlong into this dishonest agenda. We have got to push back. So anyway, sadly, news goes remote again. I don't mind if news goes remote. I personally think that's where news is done best most of the time. Uh, but I think that this idea that we got to all just isolate in our houses for, I mean, we're two years in. How long will this last? But ladies and gentlemen, if we've really got 90% immunity now, why don't we just go for broke and let everybody just mingle? And especially if we've got a weaker variant or, a, you know, less deadly, less hospitalization variant, why don't we take the time to get immunity quick? And we're almost to the finish line of herd immunity. Fauci and those guys can't even define what that is now. 90% between the vaxxed and the naturally occurring immunity due to infection. We're over 90%. If that's not herd immunity yet, I don't know what it is. But if people are getting sick left and right and the Omicron is spreading, it's just this year's version of the flu. Oh, now they have flu and COVID together. They're calling it the Flomicron or something like that. Or uh, No. What do they call that thing? The Florona instead of the, corona, the Florona. What are they talking about, folks? Answer is they're saying you can now get the flu and the COVID at the same time. Dr. Robert Malone literally got kicked off of Twitter. Never mind he's as credentialed as you could possibly be. He's speaking his professional and personal opinion, and he's not allowed by the big tech thugs. So if Dr. Malone can't speak out and Trump can't speak out, heaven help the rest of us, right? Anyway, Dr. Robert Malone to Joe Rogan, because see, Joe Rogan doesn't believe the baloney either. Joe Rogan got sick as a dog from Corona. But you know what? He took all kinds of natural health and healing solutions, including ivermectin, as did I, and he got well. And so he literally jettisons the narrative of the mainstream press because he knows the truth. And he's willing to stand with the truth. Well, anyway, so Malone got kicked off Twitter. Joe Rogan had him on his podcast instantly. So Dr. Robert Malone to Joe Rogan, listen to this. U.S. is in what's called mass formation psychosis over COVID-19. Jack Phillips with the article from the Epic Times doing a phenomenal job, by the way. That's the other thing I like about Mike Lindell and their group. They focus on the Epic Times quite a bit. Good for them for doing so. Dr. Malone says our government is out of control on this. Malone said about vaccine mandates. 
and they are lawless. They completely disregard bioethics. They completely disregard the federal common rule. These mandates are explicitly illegal and explicitly inconsistent with the Nuremberg Code, Malone said during his interview with Joe Rogan. We'll talk about it more in seconds on your radio. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News. Children ages 12 to 15 are now eligible to receive a Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine booster shot. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration announced Monday it's also shortening the time from six months to five months between being fully vaccinated to being able to receive a booster. Dr. John Brownstein spoke to Good Morning America. Even at the best children's hospitals in the United States with state-of-the-art care, some children who become infected with this virus will die from it. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention will also weigh in on the Pfizer booster later this week. A judge has ordered charges dropped against two Bureau of Prisons guards who admitted falsifying records after Jeffrey Epstein's jail suicide. Tova Noel and Michael Thomas admitted their guilt in May in exchange for having the charges dismissed if they followed the agreement's rules for six months. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Alaroot. It's official. Inflation is at its highest level since the 1980s, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. What most people don't know is that it's actually much worse. Inflation may be higher now than the 1980s since the new measurements exclude food and energy. Gas prices up 58%, energy up 33%. What can you do about it? Protect yourself and your family. Only gold, silver, and other hard assets give you true protection. My friends at Tangible Investments guarantee the absolute lowest prices on precious metals. Check them out at TII1.com or call 800-300-8441. Tangible Investments has 40 years of experience and billions, that's with a B, billions in transactions. Call 800-300-8441 if you want help with gold, silver, platinum. They guarantee you the best prices plus excellent service. Call Tangible Investments now, 800-300-8441 or visit TII1.com. They also provide free verbal appraisals. New Year's Day started off with a bang in the Pittsburgh area. The National Weather Service says a source of a loud boom heard near Pittsburgh was a meteor. It was heard around 11.30 a.m. on New Year's Day. The Weather Service confirming the sound was an airburst caused by an exploding meteor in the atmosphere. It says there was no seismic activity or thunderstorms when the boom rattled homes. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. A fast-moving redistricting trial over North Carolina's new congressional and legislative maps has started. Three state trial judges are hearing arguments which allege district boundaries approved by the legislature in November are partisan. The state Supreme Court told the judges to rule by January 11th. Appeals are expected to follow. This year's primary already has been delayed from March to May while the lawsuits are heard. You're listening to USA Radio News.
We're talking about Robert Malone, incredible physician, literally on Joe Rogan saying, hey, the government is out of control on this, ladies and gentlemen. They're lawless and they don't even care. These mandates are explicitly illegal and are explicitly inconsistent with the Nuremberg Code. He said on the Joe Rogan podcast, referring to the set of research ethics principles against human experimentation. They are explicitly inconsistent with the Belmont report, he said. Referring to the 1978 report published in the Federal Register, ladies and gentlemen. Regarding ethical principles and guidelines relating to human subjects. They're flat out illegal. And they don't even care, says Malone. He's right as rain on this, ladies and gentlemen. This is the problem that we're facing. And anybody who stands against their narrative is absolutely shut down. Now I'm going to do some broadcasts here in the future about how much can we push back. Okay. In uh, January 6th, 2021, almost a year ago. What, give it three days, it'll be a year, right? Thursday? You know, they literally said, hey, you guys went crazy. You were Trump supporters and you went insurrection on us. And we got to. Stop that immediately for the sake of the democracy. First off, we don't have a democracy, you dishonest thugs. Be honest with yourself now. We have a constitutional republic, not a democracy. Oh, Sam, those are just semantics. No, they're not. There's a fundamental constitutional and governmental difference of how we, the people, maintain and retain authority and power. Don't deceive the people into thinking it's just a semantics. It's just a word choice. Sam, we have a, a democratic republic. No, we don't. We have a constitutional republic. Thank you. Let's be very clear. Let's be intentional with our language, shall we, people? Because it matters. It isn't just a semantics scenario again at all. Anyway, I commend Robert Malone for standing up, and I commend Joe Rogan for speaking out as well. Good for both of them. Now it turns out that New York City is struggling to even keep going. As virus spikes more than 80% of adult New Yorkers are, quote, fully vaccinated. Wow, what does fully vaccinated mean? Does that mean booster or not? I don't know. Now they use the term fully vaccinated and boosted, whatever that means, right? I know what it means. It means you're supposed to have had your two shots. That's fully vaccinated. Uh, But now they say boosted because that's not really part of the current, quote, fully vaccinated definition. Although they're trying to change that to make it so, it isn't so now. So they have to say fully vaccinated and boosted. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when you have 80 plus percent of the New York City fully vaccinated uh, and that doesn't work, you know, what does it take? When do we get herd immunity? And if you got fully percent or fully vaccinated, 80 percent of a society, uh, not to mention the, quote, natural infection immunities, what percent of, quote, New York City citizens or peoples? Subjects, what do you want to call them, huh? Patients, if they're all sick, right? I don't know. Anyway, humans, if these people are all sick, but you got 80% vaccinated, fully so, and you've got a significant portion that have had natural immunity due to prior infection, and now they've got natural immunity, what percent? And if people are still getting sick, it means even immunity, whether it's natural or vaccinated, doesn't work. Now the question becomes, hey, Is the coronavirus and the different, quote, variants or strains they're talking about, 
Have, are they changing the strains so much so that your former immunities and former uh, antibodies aren't working? Because if that's the case, vaccine won't work and neither will natural immunity. It's like the common cold or the flu. Every year it's just going to morph so much to where your former immunities aren't going to help. Some years your immunities might do better than other years. Some years might be pretty rough. Other years might be pretty mild. Are they going to get to where they do a COVID vaccine and will they try to decide which strains are going to be in it like they do the flu? And sometimes they do pretty well and other times it's absolutely a failure. Is that where we're at? Fine. But are they going to start forcing flu vaccines on people? Or are they going to decide the corona is more like the flu? Oh, the current strain, you can't tell the difference between the cold and the cocoa, right? You can't distinguish between Omicron and the cold, really. The only way they say you can tell is, you know, a cold comes on slow and the cocoa, the Omicron version, comes on fast. That's how you can know the difference, they say. Well, what if you just say it's a, it's a fast-moving or fast-onset cold? No, Sam, how dare you? The, the uh, physical makeup of the coronavirus is uh, different than a cold and different than the flu. Well, hey, Omicron's different than Delta, which is different from the original strain, which is you know, how do you keep track of all this scientific mumbo-jumbo? The answer is you don't because they're lying. The answer is New York City is struggling even though they're 80-plus percent fully vaccinated. They're still melting down with uh, cases spiking everywhere. Everybody supposedly got it. Puerto Rico, believe it or not, just like New York City, vaccinated to the hilt, but they got a crisis in Puerto Rico now. Puerto Rico faces COVID case explosion. Despite his, quote, vaccine success. I don't even know what that means. But Francis Robles writes the article, said the island had a 4,600% increase in cases in recent weeks. After, they say, mounting one of the nation's most successful vaccination campaigns. I don't know what that means. If you have a successful vaccination campaign and the vaccines work, then you wouldn't have COVID explosion, right? But they want you to believe the vaccine thing was successful, but yet you got these explosions. Maybe they're saying the campaign was successful in duping everybody to take the vaccines. Maybe they're not saying they even work, right? I don't know, but the fact is nearly 85% of those in Puerto Rico have received at least one vaccine dose and 75% are fully vaccinated, have gotten both shots. What do you say to all that, folks? The answer is, I don't know what a successful vaccine campaign is now. Is it that we've duped everybody into taking it, so we've got the vaccine rates through the roof? Or is it that the vaccines work? See, if you've got in Puerto Rico, 85% have had one shot, 75% are fully vaccinated, and you still have a 4,600%, what do they call this thing? 4,600% increase in cases. How does that work if the vaccines are safe and effective? And if you're highly protected, as whacked out Joe Biden says. How does that all work, folks? Well, don't worry, Sam. There's just a breakthrough infection. What are you talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, their credibility crisis is at an alarming rate nowadays. It is shocking how their dishonesty... I don't even know how to respond. It's so crazy. I mean, it's really shocking of how their lies are literally coming to haunt them so quickly. 
usually we don't see the truth come out so quickly. It takes a while for us to come back and say, told you so, we were right kind of thing. Not that I like saying that, but anyway, uh, it usually takes a bit for the truth to come out. Now it's coming out so quickly that we don't even need to really speak out too much because the truth becomes so evident so quickly. Their narrative is, is really jettisoned, folks. I don't even almost know how to respond to it. I mean, it's just crazy town. But look, Facebook shut down temporarily Marjorie Taylor Greene. Twitter shut her down permanently. People are realizing what a fraud they're perpetuating. Believe it or not, more than 2,100 public school districts nationwide closed their doors for in-person learning now. Beginning January 20 or January 3rd. And they cited a spike in COVID as the reason for their closures. But even Anthony Fauci is saying, hey, these kids need to be in school. We're starting to see a serious, uh, what do you call it, problem. You got mental health issues and everything else tied to this. Where uh, people are just absolutely melting down. They cannot take the isolation. They cannot take what they're experiencing. We've got to put these kids back in school. Even Fauci recognizes this now. But yet these whacked out school districts are closing across the country. But you know what? That's a good thing. Let them not only remove, move to remote learning, let people discover homeschool and other solutions and get their kids out of the cesspool of government schools anyway. Parents are pushing back saying how horrible the schools are. Well, take your kids out forever then. I couldn't be more pleased. Even Whoopi Goldberg tested positive for COVID-19 along with several of her co-hosts over at The View. They say they'll remind, remain at home instead of being in the studio. But here's what I find fascinating. Ready? I guess she was vaxxed and boosted. They say since she's back, vaxxed and boosted, her symptoms are very, very mild. All they can say now is your symptoms are more mild? Wait a minute. They already said the Omicron was more mild. Is it because of the vaccines or because of the Omicron? Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels in maternity wards across the country and around the world. 
More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg tested positive for the cocoa over the break, along with several of her co-hosts over at The View. By the way, I would never be happy about this. I'm sad they tested positive. They're recovering at home. I don't agree with them on anything, folks. But I would never want any harm to come to any of these people, even though I completely disagree with them. But here's what I find fascinating. They want you to believe these, quote, uh, what do you call them, vaccinations are just rare breakthrough, you know. Well, it turns out that Whoopi Goldberg tested positive over the break, along with several of her co-hosts of The View. Well, since she's vaxxed and boosted, her symptoms have been very, very mild, they claim. Now, are the symptoms mild, ladies and gentlemen, because it's Omicron? And Omicron is more mild? Or is it mild because, ladies and gentlemen, it's mild because it's Omicron? See, they want you to believe it's because she took the vaccine, but I don't believe that. I believe it's because it's Omicron. That's why. I don't buy the idea that it's because she's vaccinated. That's what they want you to believe, but that narrative is falling apart, too. It's because it's Omicron. Everybody says Omicron is, you know, you have less... Um, less likelihood of death and or hospitalization. Now from Africa, they're releasing that even a lot of the hospitalizations that are supposedly related to COVID Omicron, turns out that people go in for other reasons. And if they test positive for Omicron, then it's claimed that they went in the hospital for Omicron, even though that wasn't the case at all. They might be asymptomatic when it comes to Omicron, but be in the hospital for a different reason. But they call it an Omicron hospitalization nevertheless. See the dishonesty in the reporting? And even Anthony Fauci has admitted to that being the case. You break your leg, go in the hospital for a broken leg, they test you. Oh, my gosh, Coco positive. Hey, Coco, not the broken leg. Never mind if you're asymptomatic and doing fine, except for you broke your leg, see. This is the kind of problem that we're having, folks. But I look at it and I go, Whoopi Goldberg and her co-hosts all vaccinated and boosted. Now they all, it's just a once in a while breakthrough, isn't it? See, that's the lie. It isn't true. They need to jettison that narrative now. Their credibility is on the line. People are starting to realize everybody in their dog that's vaccinated is getting sick. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Super rare. But everybody on all the cruise ships, over 100 cruise ships now being investigated because they, they have breakouts of the COVID on their ships, even though everybody's vaccinated. 
We're seeing that in Congress now. We're now seeing that with Whoopi Goldberg and The View and these co-hosts, and you're seeing it everywhere. New York City's struggling to keep going, even though, hey, they're 80-plus percent vaccinated and they got massive breakouts. Same thing in Puerto Rico. Think about this, folks. All right, Anthony Fauci admits overinflated number of children hospitalized with COVID, and it's overinflated because of the reasons that I told you. It doesn't matter what you go into the hospital for. If you test positive for the cocoa, it's all attributed to that. You cannot trust any of their numbers. With them literally doubling down and telling you now, hey, <laughs> we, um, we can't really count on the tests. They're not accurate. They say that you're positive literally 12 weeks after, right? This kind of stuff. We're to the point, ladies and gentlemen, where you can't trust the tests. You can't trust the hospitalization numbers. Now, you really got to ask yourself this. If the mainstream press has been running around saying, and the hospitals and government, so mainstream press in bed with hospitals and government, running around going, oh, my gosh, it's horrible. Our hospitals are so full, we can't even handle it. There's no beds available. And then it turns out that a lot of people in the hospital are not even there because of COVID at all. They're there for another reason. My question to you, ladies and gentlemen, is how honest is that? Saying the hospital beds are all full because of the corona. But then we find out later, two years later from Anthony Fauci himself, that a lot of people are going into the hospital aren't even there for corona at all, but they test positive. So we're claiming it's corona. Well, then how many of those hospital beds that are overflowing these hospitals, creating a meltdown, are because of corona? Not near as many as we were told, huh? You can't trust their numbers and you can't trust their narrative. This is where back in the day we would literally have patriots go to the hospitals with cameras and say, man, they say this hospital's overflowing, but I'm taking pictures and I'm cruising around doing video. It's like a ghost town around here. They said that, man, hospitals are overflowing, but didn't they put a Navy hospital on a ship outside of New York at the start of this pandemic? And then there was no need, so it went away? Where is that hospital ship now? If it's so needed, where is it? See? Um, so now the truth is coming out. Just like they lied and said it came from a meat market, and it turns out that it was released from a lab. They lied about that for the first year. Now they've lied about the testing. They told you that testing was necessary and effective and you could count on it. Now they're saying, hey, the PCR tests are flat out unreliable. The reason they can cut the days from 10 days of quarantine to five days now uh, if you get sick is because, hey, we can't even have you test to come back anymore because the tests are not only unavailable. Let me say that again. Not only are they unavailable, proving a failure from the Biden administration two years later. Not only are the tests not available, but even if they are available, they're not even accurate. You heard of the lady that was fully vaxxed and boosted that went on a plane. She tested five times. And then two times with the PCR test, the gold standard, seven times they all came back negative. She tests once in the middle of a flight on the plane positive. She has to isolate herself in the bathroom on the whole plane ride. Folks, they're losing the battle. We're now finding out more and more and more that people are sick and they're vaccinated all over the place. We're finding that their testing doesn't work. We're finding that a lot of the people in the hospitals, they're overinflated numbers. We're seeing more and more evidence about the truth that vaccines are not safe and they're not effective. 
Robert Malone, many doctors speaking out, literally thousands, they're all getting shut down. Because they don't agree with Fauci and they don't agree with the government narrative. Now, by the way, let's be very open and clear. Donald Trump has carried the ball for this dishonest narrative, too. So I know to you Trump lovers, hey, don't ever say anything about Trump, Sam. Hey, I'm going to say the truth. I don't care who it's about. I'm not interested in picking people. I'm not interested in partisan politics. I'm not interested in, I'm interested in the truth. And the truth is this COVID narrative is falling apart from the origins of the disease to the treatments of the disease to the testing for the disease all the way through. The dishonesty is becoming apparent. More and more and more. Okay? Where do we go now? Well, I don't know how to peacefully do this, folks, but we've got to ratchet to the next level. What would that be? You know what? How do we fire Fauci? We can't even fire Fauci, much less get the dishonest thug arrested. Right? Where do we go? What do we do? That's a serious question that we're going to be discussing over the next several days on this broadcast. You know who put this up right, don't you? Ammon Bundy. (laughs) Guy running for governor of Idaho. I endorsed him in writing. Incredible gentleman. He says, what are we to do? I couldn't agree more. What are we to do? What are we to do about all this? Believe it or not, the average price for cars, that's used cars, is now $29,000. A car that is 10 years old with over 100,000 miles on it is listed for $7,500. I've never seen anything like this. It's craziness, one dealer says. I couldn't agree more. It's insane, folks. But this is what we're seeing, right? All right, now I got to answer the phone here for the uh, for the uh, answer call here. All right, so we're getting ready for the Sheriff Mac show on Brighty on TV. Can you guys hear me okay? Oh, they can't hear me yet. They will be able to after this show. Uh, so I'll work on that, ladies and gentlemen. We got so much to do. So little. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, sorry for the pause. So I got to move my mic. I'm I'm doing uh, what I can to have a much better audio on the second hour. And I got to move a microphone plug from one location to another to make it happen as we simulcast for Brighty on TV. So that's what's going on with that. Anyway. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is serious, though. Even a used car is now out of control in terms of the costs. Okay? Out of control. The national average price for used cars now is $29,000. That's a 42% increase since the start 
of the COVID-19 pandemic. That's according to the Associated Press. Think about that, folks. That is just startling numbers. How do people handle that 42% increase in a car? I need a second car, and I've been looking for one, and I cannot find one. What do you think of that? Wow. So that's kind of what we're facing. And they haven't even unleashed the climate change discussions yet about cars. Sam, not only do you got to buy a car, but you got to buy a, quote, carbon-friendly car, an electric vehicle, a hybrid vehicle of some kind or whatever, right? This is just insane. And I don't know how the American people are going to be able to keep up with it. Really, I don't. I can't afford to buy a car like that. I really can't. It is just beyond imagination, really. Truly, it's beyond imagination. And, and I don't know what to do about it. I don't know who does. Uh, but we're going to have to do something. People just will not be able to afford it. You know what they're trying to do, don't you? They're trying to make it to where you don't have a car. They want to get rid of cars. They want to get rid of you traveling at all. They want to lock you down into your home area. Because you know what? It's not good for the environment, they claim. Anyway, I thought I'd bring that to your attention, though. These people are crazy unhinged, and they haven't even begun to show you what kind of abuse they can heap upon you in the name of illness or the name of um, climate change or whatever else they've got up their sleeves to create tyranny. Look out, ladies and gentlemen. All right, one hour in the can on Liberty Roundtable Live, second hour simulcast with TV. We'll do it in seconds. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Donate, would you please? Every penny will be used to grow our presence in the media and tell the tale of liberty. It is in God we trust, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for being alongside for the ride. We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Writeonstore.com. Association. Uh, it is a group of citizens who back their county sheriffs, who help them learn to keep their oaths of office. The CSPOA is a clearinghouse for information and is a citizens group that has incredible influence on helping folks keep their oaths of office. And most importantly, we train around the country to tell the tale of liberty and help those who are in elected office understand their responsibilities to keep their oaths. What does it mean? to be a constitutional peace officer, for example. All those questions and more answered in the weekly webinars and in the incredible trainings across the country. We've trained well over 50 sheriffs in 2021 in Texas alone. 
That's just scratching the surface of what we've been able to accomplish with the good Sheriff Richard Mack, president of the CSPOA. Welcome back to, what, the Sheriff Mack Show? (laughs) Sam, we've been off a little bit. So thanks so much uh, for being here, uh, Sam, and and for covering for me. And uh, folks, we're really grateful to be back in this new year, 2022. Happy New Year and welcome to the Sheriff Mack Show. And we've got an incredible guest today, too, to uh, to bring out, Jeff. Well, yeah, uh, you know, Sam, excuse me for that. I thought we were still, I didn't know we did already the lead-in, but I guess I should have known that, known that. I was a little bit late. Uh, you talk about Texas. Texas would yeah, not I didn't, have I didn't want to blow the guest. I wanted you to announce the guest. Well, I am, but uh, that's what I say. Uh, with the uh, 55 sheriffs that we trained in Texas since uh, January of 2021, uh, and as you all know, Texas is on fire. And I don't mean because uh, it's getting too hot there. I mean because the sheriffs there are standing and doing and protecting liberty. And they want to know what they're supposed to be doing to defend liberty in these horrible times. We do have one of the most amazing patriots in America on our show today. It is none other than Gary Haven, and our training wouldn't have happened without him. Uh, He's extremely dedicated to the cause of liberty. And Gary Haven, thank you so much, and welcome to the Sheriff Mack Show. Happy New Year, Sheriff, Um, and thank you for those those kind words. Uh, I'm not sure that sure here, right? Uh, I'm not sure that I, I, I live up to them, but uh, I, I have been honored to be able to travel with you guys and to lift you up. Um, you're really the the, uh, the brains behind this outfit and uh, have, have sacrificed and, and given your time and, and really so much of your health to, to your commitment with this thing. And, and, and I'm certainly grateful for that. And I want to recognize that as as well as, uh, as the people whose lives you've touched out there. Um, you know, uh, before the program, you suggested that I offer the first topic. And I think the topic on everybody's mind is, uh, what is 2022 going to look like? Cool. And, you know, and particularly in relationship to our constitutional rights. And uh, so I think that's the, the beginning of the conversation. And in the famous words of Yogi Berra, uh, it's uh, really difficult to make predictions, especially about the future. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think we, um, uh, those of us that are critical thinkers can, can uh, you know, in Jesus' words, you know, he said that uh, uh, we could read the signs of the times. <clears throat> and uh, I think those signs are, are very clear now that there is a worldwide assault, uh, not just America and Texas, uh, on our rights as human beings, on our freedoms. In America, of course, we're protected by this Constitution. Uh, You know, it's funny, I I made the movie Amerigeddon back in 2016. A lot of people have seen that. And it was posted last week on, on the YouTube pay channel and uh, Mike Norris, uh, my, my co-star uh, in, in the movie, 
he wrote me, told me about it. So I, w- I went there. 120,000 people had watched it. Uh, there were 900 comments. And so I went through the comments. And, you know, I'd really not thought much about the movie for several years. But apparently people are thinking about it. Extraordinary reviews on that movie. And I'm not saying it to tout the movie. I'm just saying that people are concerned more than ever about uh, uh, what's coming after us, an out-of-control federal government. And, of course, uh, your uh, uh, experience with going against the Clintons all the way to the Supreme Court is is the kind of the flagship of, of, of what can be done if a person is is committed and uh, mm-hmm. you've been able to share that experience out there with us uh, on the road and all these different places. Uh, so my movie, your, your testimony, uh, all of these things are, are, are coming into the view of, of more and more Americans. Uh, and as we begin this year, I think that that, focus, that reality is going to be what this year is about. <clears throat> and so I'd like to, even though I've spoken for five minutes already, <laughs> I'd like to start talking about the threats to, to our rights. And, and let me throw one out there. Uh, uh, as a pilot, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, I had, a, as a passenger on my plane, uh, the former Secretary of State, Mike, Mike Pompeo. And I was flying from, from Texas to Washington, and in the middle of the flight, <clears throat> I turned it over to my co-pilot. And I got up and I sat down with the, with, with the, the guy that used to run the, uh, the CIA, right? And if you think I'm going to miss an opportunity to ask him <laughs> a question, <laughs> I, I kind of had him as a captive audience because we were at 40,000 feet. Yeah. Uh, but I began to talk with him about the threats against our our, our rights, and, and chief among them was that they're they're wanting to to vax our children, uh, and, and of course they've they've lowered the vax uh, uh, age down to five, uh, and I'm highly opposed to that. But he made an interesting comment. He said, "You know, they're going to mandate it." And I'll let that sink in a minute. Former Secretary of State, former head of the CIA, told me in private they're going to mandate vaccinating our little children. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I thank God live in a small county in Central Texas with a constitutional sheriff who's not going to stand quietly by and and let some federal agency come in and force a, a experimental vaccine on my children. And, and I don't care what your position is on the vaccine. Uh, as an American citizen, as an, a parent, as a grandparent, uh, I have sole authority on whether uh, I'm going to allow my grandchildren to, to be given an experimental vaccine. And by God, uh, if the Biden administration or Homeland Security or, or uh, some kind of the armed forces want to show up at my ranch uh, and, and want to force it, uh, yeah. I need my sheriff. I need a posse. I need the, the neighboring sheriffs. 
And by the way, they have all come to agreement, thanks to you, that they have not only the responsibility to do that, to protect me and my community, but that they have the authority to do it. Well, there you've touched on exactly what the CSPOA has dedicated itself to doing for the last 10 years. And I'm really grateful that you're a part of that. And people need to know uh, probably who you are. Who is Gary Haven? <laughs> well, that's kind of a scary thing. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, obviously I'm, I'm known as the founder of uh, Curves, uh, the world's largest fitness franchise. <clears throat> My wife and I built that company uh, uh, many years ago. And we started with $10,000. Uh, we opened the first location. And because of God's blessing, uh, we were able to grow that company into the 10th largest of all franchise companies in the world. Whoa. I'm talking about Subway and McDonald's and right in there at number 10. We had uh, 10,000 locations in 92 countries. And we never borrowed any money nor took on investors. We were able to build that entirely out of, uh, of serving people. So most, mostly known for that. Um, I also have a degree in health and nutrition. I've written two New York Times bestsellers. Uh, I'm a high-time pilot. I do a lot of, of uh, uh, work in Haiti where we do search and rescue whenever crisis occur, like the, the, the earthquake or the hurricane uh, that, that happened there. Uh, my wife uh, feeds 10,000 children in Haiti every day and has now for 11 years since the earthquake. So we're, we're philanthropists. Uh, we're, we're people that we're health oriented, obviously. Right. Uh, and so, uh, you know, we have this event in our country right now where it's, it's being treated as an illness. And of course I'm talking about COVID. Uh, I believe in, in taking a wellness approach to, to uh, threats like this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we now know that, that if you have high levels of vitamin D3 uh, in your body and you have zinc and uh, uh, magnesium and, and vitamin C, that your natural immunity is highly effective in preventing you from either getting COVID or for getting very sick with it. And yet, how many times has Dr. Fauci said, you need to take vitamin D3, we should make it available to all Americans at no charge, and the answer to that is never. Uh, this is not about uh, wellness. It's not about uh, 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 health care. Uh, it's, it's about power and control. And, and the majority of, of doctors in America have been trained in, in illness, not wellness. And so um, <clears throat> my, my life really has been involved in that arena long before COVID. And so, right. you know, and I, probably the last thing is that, you know, I have the resources uh, to speak out. Uh, I don't have to worry about being fired. Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> actually have a job. <laughs> I sold my company 10 years ago. Uh, and when, when they attacked me with ridicule, uh, I actually enjoy ridicule. Uh, because it, it, it helps me to realize that I'm over the target. And mm -hmm. so 
since people can't harm me, I believe I have an obligation to speak out uh, because right. so many other people have the constraints of being fired or, 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 or being deplatformed. So I think I have a duty to be the one who stands up and shouts from the rooftop uh, that there are criminals that are running our health care in our country uh, and that we need to wake up. And exactly, uh, I agree totally that criminals are in charge of a lot of this and including the highest levels of our government. And thus comes in the responsibility of the local sheriff to make sure that we are protected from all criminals. I mean, this is just a simple thing. Is something happening criminally against me and my family? And if so, who's going to take charge of protecting us? And obviously, I have a responsibility to protect myself, but the sheriff I elected and the sheriff that is sworn an oath in God's name to uphold and defend the Constitution is exactly the one, is the lesser magistrate, if you will. I think he's the top magistrate, obviously, in the county. But if you read that book, uh, The Lesser Magistrate, it, it propels the whole thing right back to the sheriff being responsible for defending, protecting, and preserving the God-given rights that we were born with when we became Americans in the first place. I really appreciate all you've done, Gary. It's been a pleasure uh, getting to know you, hear you speak at our events. And this has been a powerful um, partnership, the CSPOA with you. I wanna thank you again for all that you did for the CSPOA and for our tour uh, across Texas and uh, for helping fund what we've been doing. Uh, I think 2022 is providing us with huge opportunities again, and we've got to come up with some way to protect the citizens of this country and our children and grandchildren, as you alluded to, from what Mike Pompeo said because it's obvious that that's coming. I have predicted that uh, they're going to uh, start trying to vaccinate kids when they're born. Yeah, let me let me quickly take a second so that people kind of understand this a little bit, Gary and, and Sheriff Mack. We need to teach sheriffs about the moral imperative where they understand that they have an obligation uh, to stand up and defend the people from tyranny even if it comes from government. People are hesitant to admit tyranny comes from government, but our founding fathers knew that quite well. And it's important to understand the moral imperative and to train about that across the country. And thanks to Gary Haven and others, that's what we've been doing. Gary's been influential not only from a financial perspective, but from a knowledge perspective and from a credibility perspective as an incredible CEO, uh, businessman. As you know, yeah. he's the founder of Curves, but he's also a filmmaker, which we'll get into that in just a minute. But I really want to highlight this important thing so people understand. They're playing games, and they're criminal in their playing of these games. Let me explain really quick. What you've got is an experimental vaccine on the market right now. They claim that they had an approved vaccine like four months yeah. ago. And they did, except for none of that um, approved vaccine is available in America. Even though it's approved, none of it is being delivered to the American people. Most people who take the vaccine believe they're taking the approved vaccine, but they're really taking still the experimental version of the vaccine. 
Now, they're different patent numbers. They're different licenses related to them. They're separate even though they claim they are not. Well, here's the reason. The reason is that based on the 1986 laws regarding vaccinations and the Vaccine Injury Compensation Fund, etc., they by law have to make vaccinations available even for children. And if they don't, they can be held liable. And so the reason they want the experimental vaccine still shot into American people's veins is because they have that cloak of immunity and liability is, is taken from these vaccine companies. If they do the um, real version that's been approved, but yet it's not approved for children, instantly the vaccine companies have liability. And so that's why they're involved in criminal activity here. And we need to be very clear about explaining this to the American people and pushing for the next level. Not only does Fauci need to be fired, but he needs to be tried under the Nuremberg Code and worse. This guy's a criminal. And they've done this intentionally knowing full well what they're doing. Uh, They're literally giving people by force, mandate, experimental vaccines. Uh, And many, many physicians, uh, including Rand Paul uh, and many others, even Ben Carson, literally saying, why would we do this? It's criminal. That really is kind of the key. And we need to train the sheriffs to understand this. They have got to protect their people from these forced uh, uh, vaccinations and other mandates that may be coming down the pike, Sheriff. Amen. Absolutely. And I, I totally agree with you. And I, I've seen the same research that you're talking about, uh, that what got really approved by the FDA, uh, which shouldn't have been approved in the first place, even if it was, even if it had been done properly, but they are not using what had been supposedly approved by the FDA. But I, the FDA is about as corrupt as Fauci is anyway, so it really doesn't much matter. We're dealing with one corruption after one corruption after one another corruption. And, and I agree uh, totally. What, what happened to... But what, what matters, Sheriff, sorry to interrupt, but what matters is, though, that sheriffs understand their duty and take a page out of well, the of playbook of a Washington sheriff, right? Well, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And that would be Sheriff Bob Songer, who's actually uh, put the FBI and federal agencies and all agencies in his county on notice that if you violate the rights of the people, then I'm coming after you. And we need every sheriff in this country to understand if you're violating my rights, that's a criminal act. And so many sheriffs are still standing there. Oh, I don't have the authority to stand against federal agents. That's just poppycock. And we're trying to remove ignorance from uh, the law enforcement community nationwide because the ultimate responsibility of a peace officer in this country is to protect the people's rights and to protect liberty. And we've got to put liberty first in this country again. And that's why I've been proud to stand next to Gary Haven doing that. And Gary, uh, it looked like you had something else you wanted to add right there. Please do. You know, the Constitution uh, that they swear to uphold to protect us from enemies, foreign and domestic. Uh, uh, I think the American people, uh, along with their sheriffs, of course, uh, need to to wake from their slumber. Right. Yet they're being assaulted by domestic enemies. Uh, we have... Um, uh, watched the administration destroy our armed forces. Uh, and, you know, without, <clears throat> I think the vaccine, we, we, all, we all have a pretty good understanding of, of the nonsense about it. 
but it's the consequences that, that I'd like uh, people to think about a little bit. Uh, without a, a U.S. military, which uh, has been horribly affected by mandating a vaccine that doesn't vaccinate, by the way, <clears throat> you know, even the CDC says it doesn't keep you from getting COVID, it doesn't keep you from transmitting it. Uh, we all pretty much know that now, and over half the people that are hospitalized today in America uh, for vaccinated people. Okay, so we, I think uh, there's no debate there. It, it's, it's not really a vaccine, and in fact, they've kind of gone to the place where they now claim, well, what it's going to do is keep you from getting severely ill. Okay? Yeah. And that's their yeah. last stand on this thing. <clears throat> so, but, but it's just... Uh, Peter McCullough, who's this American hero, you know, he's the cardiologist that's been talking a lot. And Dr. De uh, David Malone, who was on, uh, uh, really became, he was a co-inventor of the mRNA. Yes, Robert Malone. Robert, thank you. I yes, sir. didn't sound right when I said it. Uh, they, they've really been out there, and a lot of people now are starting to, to uh, overcome their their deception, their, their, their trance. Ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. Gary Haven with us. The truth shall set you free right here on Brighteon.tv. You are watching the Sheriff Mack show. We return in seconds. Island coins Harris, and precious incredible. metals. Mike Adams Mike. of naturalnews.com says 2020 has shown us that we must prepare for the unexpected. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your fiscal security during the Hold coming on, financial pandemic. Shipments of real gold and silver are delivered okay. safely, discreetly, and securely right to your door. You can also hold precious metals in your IRA. This allows you to protect your retirement savings with the ultimate safe haven. Assets of gold and silver. Your metals are held in the form of physical coins and bars in a private depository under your name and on your behalf. Simply visit brighteonmetals.com today. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your financial security. Shouldn't you at least look into it? Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals, in business since 1976. Visit brighteonmetals.com today. This is an amazing company that has sponsored both of us. And this is a way to have backup communications when the grid goes down. Well, the situation became problematic, Mike, with the New Orleans, uh, the latest uh, hurricane, because people panic. And this is one thing that I've learned from being associated with the satellite phone store for over a decade. People will call and order 600 phones at a time. What? It's like this, Mike. Anytime there is a crisis, people want these. And ladies and gentlemen, they've created a, such a good deal for uh, Mike's uh, viewers, my viewers, our combined viewers, that this is the only way you're gonna be able to communicate. And that's the other beauty about these phones is they can't track you because it's not talking to a cell tower. It's talking to satellites, you know, orbiting uh, over the equator. So sat123.com, folks.
Thanks for your support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com. Welcome back to the CSPOA.org, the Sheriff Mack Show, right here on Brighteon.tv. I am Sam Bushman, Operations Director for the CSPOA. Richard Mack with us. We also have our guest, Gary Haven, well-known businessman, founder of Curves International, a filmmaker, a freedom fighter, a funder of all things godly, doing a great job. He was in the middle of a story telling you about most people realize now that the COVID's a big old farce. Not that people don't get sick, but the narrative the government has to creating a tyranny out of it is the farce. Uh, and Gary is explaining that we all know that the vaxxed uh, aren't really um, able to prevent the virus in any way. That's well known, Gary. You were continuing. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Sam. Uh, you know, we, we began by talking about uh, predicting the future, what's going to happen this year. And it's already began with some really interesting things that uh, – People are, are recognizing facts for a change when it comes to COVID and, and the vax and so forth. Uh, and and by waking up a little bit at a time, people are going to uh, be receptive to to more and more of the truth, approaching this from a wellness perspective instead of an illness perspective. It's not it's not really scary. Uh, uh, you know, if you're elderly and you have comorbidities, but if you're under the age of 70, uh, uh, this isn't something to be to be terrified about, and to allow them to terrify you about. And so, as people wake up, uh, sheriffs are going to be asked, you know, what are you going to do to protect me and my family from the overreach from what's coming? And, and so, if, if we look at the predictions for this year, uh, I will predict that uh, they're going to continue to deprive people of their rights, the right to uh, provide for their family, the right to open their business. Uh, they're going to come after the kids and, and eventually mandate the vaccine for the kids. And if you don't cooperate, uh, you're going to be accused of being a, a, a irresponsible parent, and, and they may threaten to take your kids away. This is getting ugly. Yeah, that that as well. You know, uh, They've already coined the term uh, domestic terrorists for any of us that uh, actually believe in the Constitution. So, and, you know, the, and this is kind of the big statement. And let me tie this into what I was, uh, when Sheriff Mack invited me to, to go kind of on tour with, with uh, the, the Constitution Sheriff's Association uh, and to speak, uh, I, I'm not sure he wasn't a little nervous about what I was going to say, and I was a little concerned that, that he he might be nervous about what I was going to say, because he talks about uh, how you deal with with your authority and your responsibility as a constitutional sheriff, and in the constitutional attorneys that came with us laid out the case law uh, and, and the constitutional law, and but what I took on. What was the why you need to be thinking about this now? 
the fact that there are powers that be that were coming after Americans that were going to overrun their constitutional rights. And, you know, I'm not afraid to speak the truth. As I mentioned a few moments ago, I don't really care for the approval of people nor the disapproval of people. It's kind of like I'm autistic that way. And it allowed me to take the risk as a businessman that ultimately led to, you know, significant success. And so when I stand up and speak in front of the sheriffs with Sheriff Mack standing beside me and tell them, hey, there are global, there's a global cabal that controls the media, that controls the political system in this country, that is making an end run right now. In fact, running for home plate to acquire control over American citizens. And that's pretty, pretty radical, far out there stuff. But it was extraordinarily well received by all of those sheriffs and the deputies and the other political people that came. And of course, the citizens that came. And that was pretty neat because, you know, my job is to be a little ahead of everybody. Not so far out in front that it can't, my message can't be received. But I've got to leave. That's my responsibility. And Sheriff Mack was completely supportive of my stepping out there and telling people, you know, what normies would call crazy conspiracy theories. But, you know, even a normie should be able to see right now that we have been lied to over and over and over. And we have had our freedoms and our jobs and our ability to travel, all of it being stripped away from us for non-science and nonsense. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Gary Haven providing leadership for citizens as we, the people, the citizens back their county sheriffs and all public officials who are willing to take training and keep their oaths of office. That's what the CSPOA does. We're a clearinghouse of information. We're a citizen's group. And our goal is to train and educate sheriffs to understand their duty and all public officials to understand their oaths of office and how we can help them carry out their responsibilities. After all, they derive their consent from we, the people. They derive their just powers from the consent of the governed, as the Declaration of Independence puts it. Now, Gary Haven is pretty humble, ladies and gentlemen. He's not really telling the whole story. So I'm going to dig in and tell a little bit better because Gary's so humble he wants to be polite. But the truth is he cares more about what God says than what man says. That's why he doesn't care about whether people like him or don't like him or agree or disagree. It's about principle for a man like Gary. He grew up mm, struggling as a kid. Worked at a pizza place when he was young. Worked his way up, and now he's doing very well financially. But he went through a tough time that really put him on, in my mind, the right track, if you will. He ended up with nothing, and he walked into church one day. Gary, let's start the story there and have you tell it. You can probably tell it better than I can, sir. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, let's start with kind of the, 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 the moments in my life. And by the way, you said something very profound a minute ago. 
the reason I don't That's care scary. about the <laughs> the reason I don't care about the approval of people is because it's only God's approval that I care about. That's a great statement for you to have made that that uh, uh, really uh, uh, should be connected to what I had said. And you know, I didn't always trust God. You know, I, I had to grow as a man uh, and as a Christian to to uh, ultimately having a, de- a dependence, a reliance uh, on on a on a relationship. Um, you know, in fact, the Holy Spirit just gave me something right now that that I'll share. Uh, uh, a lot of people that go to church have. Uh, front of my camera here a lot of people that go to church have uh, uh, a religious experience uh you know i'm not a religious person in fact my definition of religion is man's effort to save himself uh and and people want to work to, to earn their religion because they get to participate in it they get to enjoy some of the credit and that's not what jesus came to do uh he came to, to give us a gift. Uh, and if we chose to accept that gift, that gift of salvation, uh, then we are forgiven and, and literally adopted into the family of our Creator God. And we can't take any credit for accepting a gift. And, and so that should lead itself from religion to relationship. That we're now part of the family. And it, uh, we can know Jesus, and He can know us, and, and live inside of us. And and a lot of people grow into a relationship with Christ. Uh, I was mentoring a young man yesterday, and uh, he was struggling with uh, an addiction to Adderall. And uh, and I've been working with him for quite some time, and he told me yesterday profoundly that 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 day that the desire for Adderall that was removed from his life was because he spent the longest time in prayer that he had ever spent in his life. And you realize that Christ delivered you from that addiction so that you wouldn't claim credit for it and that it would be dealt with. And and it was funny. This was three months ago and and he failed to realize that, that Christ had removed him from that addiction. So that's relationship. But there's something even higher, and, and this is what uh, I would encourage people to aspire to, and that is, is intimacy with Christ, where you can hear his voice, you, can, you can, can be instructed, you can be warned, you can be led. Uh, uh, that's the ultimate relationship, uh, not just knowing him and knowing you, but having intimacy. And so... Uh, uh, I, I'm 66 years old now, and and I'm certainly at a point in my life, and I haven't for a while, where uh, I don't have time for religion. Even relationship is not uh, where it's at. Uh, I have an actual intimacy with Almighty God through His Son, Jesus, that I can hear uh, wisdom and, and instructions and guidance. And, and quite frankly, I'm just about His business all the time. I get up every morning and, and, and go in front of my holy God and say, thank you for this day, another day, how wonderful. And I'm going to give it back to you 
uh, as a living sacrifice. So, Father, tell me what you want me to do today, and I will be obedient. And, and you know, if, if you're willing right. to do that, God's willing to respond. And so I've been able to do some pretty amazing things. Uh, you know, movie producer. And I think the book. point that you're getting at, Gary, sorry to interrupt, though, is that yeah. you know, maybe you're not involved in a formalized religion or whatever else. But uh, it certainly uh, as a religious man who says who wakes up in the morning and says, God, I'm at your service and I'm on your errand. That's a religious and a moral people. Uh, maybe it's not an organized religion or a formalized religion or whatever you want to say. You don't you know, you know, it's not about a, a worship facility or any of those things. But it is about being on God's errand. And I, I say that's the kind of religious and moral people the founding fathers were ta- talking about. Yeah. I, and, you know, the word religion, I'm, I'm kind of picky about it. And, and I think for, for rightfully so, because right now, the, the, how many churches in America are peruetuating the fear and the lie that you should, should Amen. It's a disgrace. There's no doubt about it, and it's got to stop, and we got to have faith. We need to bring back the Black Road Regiment of preachers that preached with power and trust in and faith in God Almighty and his power to save. Uh, and that's really what you're referring to. But Gary and has been a churches filmmaker. churches who are doing that need to be called on it and, and yes. instead of supported. You know, I, I, I spoke at, at uh, my cowboy church a few weeks ago, and the pastor is a uh, veterinarian. And I, and I told him that I wanted to speak to the to the church for, for five minutes. He asked me about what. I said about vaccinating your kids. <laughs> and, he, and he got visibly upset. And then my, my good friend tells him uh, the Holy Spirit wants him to speak. Uh, you need to let him speak. And so the pastor reluctantly let me speak. And, and I, I, I explained to the, to the people, hey, look, you guys are going to be – asked to make a decision about vaccinating your five-year-olds. And I'll tell you what it is. It's real quick. Number one, it didn't work. Excuse me. Number one, they don't need it. The chances of a child between five and uh, 11 dying of COVID is is two out of a million. Okay. So they don't need it. Uh, Number two, it don't work. You know, we now know it doesn't keep from getting it or transmitting it. Number three, it ain't safe. You know, all these these uh, uh, myocarditis, pericarditis, and, and blood clots, and, and all the stuff is coming. So why would you would you do that? So I give this little talk to my uh, church members, and, and the pastor was so upset that that he literally stood up and, and, and stood beside me, kind of glaring at me, because I would tell the people, "Hey, you need to make a good decision about vaccinating your kids or not." And, and that was so offensive to him. He was so angry at me. And, you know, after the service, I went over to him and I said, uh, I said, look, uh, uh, I, I didn't argue science. I argued common sense. And, and uh, uh, he said that as a, as a vet, he's been using Pfizer-Vax for 20 years, and he had absolute faith in the company. And I said, well, what? if those companies were no longer worthy of your faith? What if the enemy had had uh, co-opted, had hijacked those yep. companies, like the FDA or the CDC, right? And, and, uh, and of course, he couldn't hear me say that because he was uh, committed 
uh, he, he had that normalcy bias. That, he had that uh, trust in the flesh. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's kind of I thought it might have clicked with him because I said the enemy has taken over these institutions. Yeah. That should be something that, that a pastor should consider. But anyway, we've got a, you know, you've got all these churches out there, Joel Alstein or, you know, or Jeffries in Dallas uh, or, or um, uh, Billy Graham's son, uh, Franklin Graham. They're all promoting this vaccine when, uh, you know, not only is it scientifically questionable, but when there's so many lies associated with something, you have to just using your common sense, say, wait a minute. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna stop and consider this. You don't blindly do anything that is affiliated with so many lies. By the way, yeah. I don't know. And affiliated with experimentation though on the whole population. Yeah. Yeah, and the Mormon church can be added to those Christian evangelicals too. You know, I I haven't what a tragedy. It God. is. Okay, so I got way off the topic, Sam. But you walked into church and had one of those experiences that you spoke of, right? Absolutely, and firsthand. And I, by the way, there were 100 people in the audience, and I asked, how many of you believe the vaccine will keep you from getting COVID? Five hands went up out of 100. Of course, the pastors was one of them. and he watched The truth shall set you free, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. And by the yeah. way, that's my prediction for 2022. I think that God is orchestrating. I'm going to call it in, in a, a little bit of godly government terms, if you will. I'm going to call it Operation Tell the Truth. If the pastors, the leaders, the doctors uh, aren't able to tell the truth, we the people by our greater numbers absolutely will in 2022, Gary. Amen. Amen. And I tell you what, that's uh, Sheriff Max's commitment. Uh, it's my commitment. Um and and we're gonna we're gonna tell it to as many people as as will hear it. You know, truth is a powerful thing. We may not own the media like the powers that be do. We may not own the the political system uh, or the institutions like the CDC, but we own the truth. And and the truth is a powerful thing. What we're lacking now are are courageous people are are enough truth Courage. tellers yep but enough they're Gary's. waking up <clears throat> they're waking up well enough uh sheriff max uh, en enough peter mccullough's amen uh, all of us uh, and, but they're waking up and i tell you what i'm excited about it and, and uh, I, you know there there gets to be a point where where the evidence is so overwhelming uh that even a blind fool uh, in denial of the truth that's right in front of him, uh, eventually has to, to to admit it is what it is. And that's why I, God is orchestrating that's... Operation Tell the Truth, because enough truth tellers are yep. speaking up to where they will not be able to uh, dishonestly fact check and play games with the narrative any longer. You see their narrative falling apart every second, every day, new information proving that they lied, they lied, they lied, and they got caught. Gary, I want to talk about your films. We've only got about five minutes left. You are a producer and a filmmaker. You've had a hand in several films. I want you to highlight them for us, will you? Well, since we only got a few minutes, let's focus on Amerigeddon. Back in 2016, Mike Norris and I co-wrote the script for a movie called Amerigeddon, which is available on, on uh, YouTube. Um, 
uh, pay channel right now, as I understand it, a few other places. And uh, uh, we didn't realize the, the, uh, uh, the, we actually, at the time, and I wrote this byline on it, a true story that hasn't happened yet. And so suddenly we're seeing here five years later the potential uh, for uh, such a disruption in American society that, that in order for order to be restored, which uh, authority has been given to the UN, by the way, under the Kigali Treaty uh, that Obama signed illegally, uh, as they create more and more disorder, the open borders, the uh, reduction of the police forces, the, the uh, rise in crime, which you've been watching, it's incredible threat right now, uh, but also the you know, the, the, the isolating of people and the, and the destruction of their jobs. All of this is not poor leadership. All of this is by design because out of chaos, they create order. Yeah. And as soon as people get off of the false paradigm of right versus left, that we're going to vote our way out of this. We're going to take the house back. All of that is, is theater. This is a, a creation of chaos because that, is where they have the opportunity to acquire power by return order. That's what it's all about. So these enemies of us, of us freedom-loving Americans, <clears throat> have, have, are on the attack. And ultimately, I believe the UN will be the authority that comes in. And that brings us back to the sheriffs. The sheriffs have the authority to organize a posse and to, to defend a county from, from the, the, the outside uh, usurpation uh, of freedom of, of, of life itself. And, and my movie, Marigetton, really <clears throat> uh, depicted this coming event. Just a few we seconds. We lose our, our freedoms at, at, from, as a result of those threats. Well, Gary, thank you for that. Thank you very much. And we, we so appreciate uh, spending uh, this past hour with you. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate uh, so much the work that you've done for America and for your fellow man. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, sorry to interrupt Sheriff Mack. I no. want to get this out, though. He was very influential in Roe versus Wade, the incredible movie that came out in 2019 as well. Gary Haven, an American hero, become a truth teller as Gary is. Let's all use our resources to promote God, family, and Sam Bushman, Gary Haven, and the good sheriff. God bless you. You are a racist. Your mom is a racist. Your dad is a racist. And your entire family is racist. And you should all be punished. That's what Governor Brad Little thinks about you. So much so that he took $30 million of taxpayers' money to force critical race theory down the throats of school children, even though the Idaho legislature voted against it. This is the doctrine that teaches your children that just because they are white, they are racist. Yes, your governor, good old Brad Little, violated the constitutional law and did this while you weren't watching. Why is Governor Brad Little paying to promote radical leftist doctrine loved by Democrats like Boise Mayor McLean and sleepy Joe Biden? This is Ammon Bundy and we need to completely reject critical race theory in Idaho. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. I'm telling you right now, there's so much going on in the news. It's incredible. But I want to talk about Gary Haven a little bit more, ladies and gentlemen. You know, guys like that, I got to defend him. The guy's just great, but he's humble. <laughs> and I keep feeding the, the ball to him. You know, I'm kind of like the quarterback, and I throw the ball to him, and I'm expecting him to run down the, the field and give a touchdown about who he is. <laughs> and the guy's so humble, he's just like, no, I'm going to talk about other things. But I want you to understand that Gary Haven literally ended up completely broke in his life. Wife divorced him. It was a meltdown. But he knew where to go when life gets you down. He went to church. And at church, he had a lady prophesy that he would become very wealthy and he would use all of his capabilities, his wealth, his talent, his business acumen and everything else to glorify God. And believe it or not, that set Gary on this mission. He's a Christian man. He doesn't care what people think. He cares what God thinks. Him and his wife, Diane, have used their wealth to bring food to the hungry, clothes to the naked that's just part of their mission he's also helping the cspoa train servants of the people to understand their constitutional duties and responsibilities all right this guy is spending his time making a difference standing for pro-life so gary haven is a film producer he's an actor He's known for Roe versus Wade. 2019, he doesn't even talk about that. I give him 20, minute, 20 chances to talk about it, and the guy tells you other things, which is great. But you got to know, this guy was very influential in the Roe versus Wade movie. They're incredible. I would submit to you that movie single-handedly has changed thousands of Amer millions of Americans' views to, to turn towards pro-life when you see how abusive and how hostile and how satanic the pro-death abortion industry is, Gary's one of the key people to make that education possible. He's also created the movie, as he mentioned, Amerigeddon. It's a 2016 movie. He also created what's called Mission Air back in 2014. The guy's been involved in all kinds of stuff, not only with his money, but with his business acumen, with his talent, with his time. He's a truth teller. Folks, he walks into his church, asks the pastor to speak, and tells you, look, don't you dare harm your little children by giving them this experimental 
toxic vaccine. By the way, Gary Haven, you can say, well, he's not a doctor. How does he know? He's just agreeing with Dr. Robert Malone, the guy that founded the mRNA technology, who's been now shut down by Twitter for being a truth teller. He agrees with Ben Carson, who, by the way, disagrees with Donald Trump. Trump's back in the vaccines. But Ben Carson says, why would you ever give these experimental vaccines to your children? Children don't need them. They're not a great threat from the coronavirus at all. And why would you give your kids these experimental vaccines? We have no idea what they'll do in the future. Don't do that. Why would we do that? Says one of the greatest physicians the world has ever known, Ben Carson. One of the greatest epidemiologists, the founder of the mRNA vaccines, Robert Malone, says, why would you do this? Don't do it. Don't, don't. And every one of these doctors, from Scott Atlas to Pierre Corey to I could go on and on. Every one of these doctors are saying, don't do it. And the government in bed with the media just shuts them down. So my prediction for 2022, ladies and gentlemen, listen carefully. Sam Bushman's prediction for 2022. We're calling it Operation Truth Tellers. Our greater numbers will force the truth and reject the deceptive narrative of the government in bed with the press. The dishonest press. That's what's going on in 2022. We'll do our very best to do our level best effort to make sure that becomes our 2022 mission. How do you like that? God save the republic. We the people can and will make a difference. Will you become a truth teller today? LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word and Godspeed.